Amen. Anybody excited about the word? Come on, come on. Let's get excited about the word. Amen. I asked Pastor Mark, and I believe God dropped a now word in his heart to share with you today. So I want you to lean in and, and just don't be distracted. Bring your coffee, bring your drink, whatever it is you got. Lean in and, and just get ready with your tweeters and, and all that stuff. Amen? Amen? Father, we just thank you for your word. And we ask it, God, that it would dig deep, God, that iron would sharpen iron, yes, that seeds would be planted, God. That others would grow, that they would be watered today, that they would be nourished, that they would get inside us, transform us, and rearrange us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Morning. I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. <clears throat> I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained. I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up unto the third heaven. Whether it was in body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know... Uh, uh, excuse me. This man was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. 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 Everybody hear me out there? I'm not used to this, so. Amen. Anybody excited that in your weakness, God is strong? Do we have anybody weak today? Okay, we got some weak people. No one wants to be weak. No one wants to be weak. But in our weakness, God is strong. Amen? Amen. Family, today I want to talk about struggle. We always talk about how we're going to end a new year, end a, new, end a year and go into the new year, how we're going to move forward. In fact, it was a year ago this time I preached my very first message and it was called, called Moving Forward. I look back at that message in preparing for this. And God was giving, and God, and I asked God, God, well, what, what do you want me to speak about? And God gave me a picture of a spiritual Eeyore. I don't know if you know who Eeyore is. He's that donkey in Winnie the Pooh. He walks the press. He talks the press. And I believe that the church is filled with a lot of spiritual Eeyores. Now, let me, let me, let me just give a, um. 
My intention is not to offend anybody. That might offend people already. It's not my intention. But if you know me, you know my passion, you know me, you know I'm going to... It's hard for me not to say what I feel. It's, it's hard for me not to say, you know what I'm saying? I, I have to say what I feel. And I, and I believe that... So, 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 so take the focus off of you guys. I'm going to put it on me. In my spiritual walk... Far too often, I was a spiritual Eeyore. Then I would have been ashamed. Now I'm not ashamed to admit it. Amen? That scripture that not read, I love it with the part when it says, my grace is sufficient for all your needs. I love that part, but I hate the part where it says that he gave Paul a dawn on his side, a messenger of Satan to torment. Anybody feel tormented? Anybody that feel like they're battling with these giants in their lives that never go away, no matter how many times you've been delivered from it, no matter how many times you pray, how, many, how much of the word you, you memorize, how much of the word you know, how many worship services you go to, how many times altar calls you've been up to, how many times you have people lay hands on you, pray for me that I need to be delivered. Some of you might have been delivered. I believe that with all my heart. But did you know you can still be delivered and go back to it? Because we have the power of choice. Today I want to preach a message titled, Facing Our Giants. Because I believe no matter how spiritual we can get, no matter how diesel in the spirit we can get, there are times in our lives that we face these giants, and far too often these giants beat us up. And instead of walking excited, instead of walking excited for what God has done, what God is doing, we may not see he's doing something, but we walk, we walk defeated. People might get offended at that. They might say, listen, no one's perfect, Pastor Mark. Um, we're going to go through some stuff. I'm not talking about living a life and not going through stuff. As you see... We're going to go through some stuff. A quick quote. God can do whatever he wants to do. However he wants to do it. And he chooses to work in our lives. Because he loves us. Yes, indeed. He's good. But the hope we have today is a milestone for what he can do for the rest of our life. If we trust him. Guys, I can't tell you how frustrating it was for me when I got saved or when I got real. Let me rephrase that. When I got real with God. I'm talking about I got rid of music. I got rid of friends. I got rid of stuff because I wanted to get close to God. I can't tell you how frustration it was that I did. I'm one of those that can't miss anything. I go to every service Every party except for last night. I don't miss. I don't miss. If I love something, I'll do everything I can to, 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 to go and not miss. So I used to think, let me go to as much possible to church as, as possible. Every service, let me do whatever's needed. Because my thing was, I, I get closer to God. I'm in church. I'm doing. I'm, I'm a servant. So, so I do and do and do and do. And I was doing all this stuff and I was being used by God and, and being a servant. And, and, but yet, I would go home and when I'm by myself, the struggles just mount up. 
Anybody feel that way? See, I was thinking over there during worship, I love Sunday morning worship. There's no greater feeling because it gets me into the presence of God. I love it when, when Pastor E just, just opens his mouth. I love when Alice, when, when the whole worship team, I, I can even go as far as to say, I could just rock with just the musicians. And I'm not a singer. Well, I am, but you guys don't want me to sing. But I could get into God's presence just that easily, just by, by, by music. But how about the days when I'm not in church? How about the days when I'm at work, I'm working at a place where I can't stand to be there. I'm working my butt off and, don't, and I'm not, I'm not make, making the money that I think I should be making. I'm working for a paycheck that I never see or I can never enjoy. How about our marriages when we're doing everything we think we, are, we can to make our marriages better, but no matter how much we try, we cannot change our spouses. We cannot change no one but ourselves. Anybody? How about our children when they get to the age where they make their own decisions? Sorry. I pray. I pray. It'd be so simple to lock our children up in a room and just not allow them to go out anywhere, right? Right? I pray, I pray. But, <laughs> oh my God. But it's hard. The struggles are there. So I want to focus on some of these giants today, amen? Because I believe, I believe two things today. I believe, one, God wants to deliver some of those giants today, if you allow him. But you're also going to learn today that some of those giants will never leave our lives. You won't hear too many preachers say that because that's not good. That's bad news. I believe that God allows a lot of these giants in our lives, and I used to hate hearing this, to produce perseverance so we could get stronger. Okay, I understand that, but I'm stronger way, so how come it's still there? You know, anybody ever get angry at God and talk to God? I get angry all the time. Let's name some of these giants so that no one feels like this message doesn't hit them. This is my list. The fear of abuse. The fear of abandonment. The fear of being resent. People resenting you. Depression. The mistake I made in the past. The hatred towards a person. Anger. Bitterness, jealousy, my mind, our minds. The fear of being unemployed, of not supporting my family, my career, bills. Somehow, those, those are big giants. My future, my place in, in the church, grades, schooling, addictions, the loss of a person. That strong desire that I so want God to fill. Listen, I remember, thank God most of you didn't know me when I was single because I think most of you would have shot me because I was miserable as a single person. My greatest fear, and I think to this, to this day, my greatest fear is to be alone. I hate being alone. I hate being alone. When my wife is not home and, 
and she's uh, either working and hanging out. I, 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 I'm, I feel lost. I'm lost. I, I, I can't live without my wife. And I'm proud to say it. I'm proud to say it. Amen. But imagine me being single, still feeling that. Not having no one to go home to. I used to open up the church because I was so excited about worship. And I used to close the church just because I would hang around hoping somebody would invite me to the house. It's not funny. <laughs> that was hurtful. But that, those are the kind of giants I was facing. The depression. The feeling, oh, oh my gosh, God, God, I want someone so badly to, to just, I want somebody to share my life with. Why? Why do I see all these pretty boys with one, two, three chicks at a time and they treat all of them not so good? All I want is one and I treasure her. I didn't expect that, but okay. <laughs> but that exact, that exact response you gave, that was my life. Woe is me. James 1, chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, that whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. I hate that word. I used to hate that word. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I tell you now, I love that verse, but it's a, a verse I hated for a lot of years. I realized that, man, life is a constant battle. I realized I was in a spiritual warfare. I realized that every day was a battlefield for me. And now as a leader, I realize that for everybody, saved or not saved, is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual warfare. As you may agree or disagree with me, but if you really look at your life, it's a constant battle. I love it when Paul says, in our weakness, he is strong. Listen, the only way I, I know how to face a giant is to be weak. It's to be weak. It's to, that sounds, that don't even make sense. The only way to to face a giant three, four times your size is to be weak. That does not make sense if we think about it. Hopefully that makes sense towards the end. So I believe God wants to do something else amazing. I believe that God created all of us for greatness. I believe he, God wants to move in us. God wants to utilize us. God wants to use us. God wants to speak through us. God wants to speak to us. I believe that with all my heart, all my mind, I believe that. But sometimes I struggle. Those giants are so big. I used to think as a, a young adult, I was like, God, why am I always broke? My whole life I've been broke. I grew up on welfare. My parents were on welfare. I, I, I'm now, I'm all by myself. I'm still broke. I, I still can't find a job that makes good money. I have to hustle. Even hustling is not doing it. And I tied my 10%, God. So where's my blessing? 
I remember God telling me, stop tithing for the blessing. Tithe because I, I told you to tithe. Guys, sometimes our giants don't leave because we're worshiping God so he can remove the giants. God did not create us and wire us for us to use him for that, like that. He created us and used that to be in his presence. He created and used us so he could be glorified. He's not glorified if we go to him saying, I worship you and I remove my giants. Think about that. I will say it again. He did not create us to worship him to say, God, remove the giants. No. He created us to worship him with the giant there. And even if the giant doesn't leave, he created to still worship. The difference is our giant may not go, but they'll be minimized. Because the peace he'll give us was to sustain over the giants. It's not believable. I know I say it. I know some of you say, mm, and all that. But it's not believable because no one wants to. The giants are too big in our lives. Amen? So that's a kind of a good news and bad news. Yes, God is God. He can remove all giants. He can deliver from anything. And I believe he does. But I also believe he can't give us more than we can't handle. But we fail to believe that. Check this out. Freedom. Oh, before freedom. Listen, can I, t- can I tell you something that I used to do all the time? Can we stop blaming our parents? Can we stop blaming our grandparents? Can we stop blaming generational curse? Because that's one giant I believe God can break and will break. i say that again. That is one giant that God will break. And we will not leave it in our path. But we need to come running to him. I blame my parents too long. I blame the abuse, the abandonment. I blamed everything on my parents. I used to say, God, I didn't ask to be brought into this world. It's not my fault my parents were careless and they had me. Why would they bring somebody in this world to go do what I went through? That's what I used to say. How dare I? Because it wasn't them that brought me into this world. It was through God that brought me into this world. Some people even blame God. Listen, stop blaming God. We got a lot of nerve blaming God. We In one breath, we could thank him for our existence, but be mad and blame him for our problems. Freedom. He gave us freedom. Anybody believe in freedom? Anybody believe in freedom? Anybody want to walk in freedom? Anybody excited that they, they could be free? But check this out. True freedom is not just being free. True freedom is, is worshiping him even through when we're not free. True freedom is not just being totally free and and being lightweight. No, true freedom is even with the heaviness, you're going to worship God. We need to be stay weak so he can be strong. Family, I need you to get to this. 
Because far too long we're struggling with the same giants over and over again. And God did not wire us to be spiritual donkeys. Eeyore was a donkey. He, 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 he designed us to be servants so he could be glorified. I got a story about a lady in my old church, the church I grew up with. This lady's suffering from the worst kind of arthritis that's possible. She was in constant pain. She could not walk at times. Especially in the winter, she could not even move. But my nickname for her was Teach because she was an awesome teacher. She never let her pain dictate how she worshipped. Even through her pain, she was able to worship God. And I used to get mad at God watching her. I said, God, I don't understand. Heal her already. Why would you let somebody go through so much pain? And I felt God say, you know what? To teach you a lesson, maybe. God can do whatever he wants to do, however he wants to do it. And he chooses to work in our lives because he loves us. Let me ask you guys something. And think about your giants. Do you see God in your giants? Do you see God this small and your giant this big? Let's look at the famous story, David and Goliath. I won't read the scripture, but I'll just quickly tell you the story. If you want to know for your own records, it's in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And I'm not going to talk about what everybody knows, what David did. I'm going to talk about before. I'm going to set the picture. He had two armies. One army had a nine foot and something giant. He was a warrior. The armor on him weighed more than some of the, all the men. The army was scared to death. They had nothing but doubt when the giant would come forward and say, anybody, anybody, I'll take on anybody. No one could beat me. And he was just taunting them. It's, the Bible says 40 days and 40 nights, he was laughing at them, making fun of them, taunting them. Nothing but fear raised with his army. All they can see is the giant. All they could hear is the giant. Then there's got this, 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 he wasn't a boy, he was a young man, David, but he wasn't a warrior. He was, he was just delivering food to them and he was, so all eight brothers petrified, the whole army was petrified. The king, King Saul was, was scared out of his mind and David couldn't understand that. So he shows up discussing God. See, all the soldiers mention nothing but God. But David takes one step into the stage and all he does is talk about God. Sometimes we focus on our giants and that's all we focus on. Sometimes you, in finances you think about how, how we could get through this, how we get, and, and it's the same thing all the time. And, and, and you never stop to realize we've done everything, but have we really prayed to God on our finances? Maybe God wants to speak to us. Maybe that's why we're in debt. Maybe that's why we're, we're struggling financially. No one else discusses God. 
But David discusses nothing else but God. See, there's something great in here. It's not just David versus Goliath. It's God-focused versus giant-focused. I ask you, people, what focus you got right now? Think about your giants. David sees what others don't and refuses to see what others do. David sees what others don't and refuses to see what others do. I don't want to live like that. I don't want to see my giants. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being defeated. I'm sick and tired of giving up. Whatever you're sick and tired of giving up. I remember the first five years of my marriage, I was so sick and tired of just being the norm, just feeling like college roommates. But then God did a miracle. God did a miracle because we realized that, you know what? We need to admit that we're weak, that we can't do this on our own. Listen, when I was single, the minute I, I, I gave up believing I was going to actually marry somebody, I had it in my mind, I said, you know what? Maybe God just wants me to be single for the rest of my life. And I had to come to the point where I was like, you know what, God? If that's what you want, okay, that's what matters. Because it's all about you. See, our problem is it's all about us. I got bad news for you. It's never been about you. It's never going to be about you. So stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming your parents. Stop blaming God. Just man up or woman up and just know your role. You're a vessel. You're a weak vessel. Have you ever heard a preacher just tell you you're a weak vessel? I tell you, you're a weak vessel. See, David know, sees and he knows that God is bigger than any giant. See, God, David couldn't understand why everybody was so scared. In fact, everybody, his brothers used to, would tell him, please, just go away. You have no idea what you're saying. And David saw something bigger. Why? Because David was in God's presence. That's what we lack. I remember in my walk again, I used to love being in God's presence, but it was so hard for me to get in God's presence when I was away from church. I used to think for me to be in God's presence, I got to be in, God, in the church. Listen, this is only a building. This is only a building. The presence of God is here, but he's here because there's people with pre- with that, that's already walking in with the presence of God. Stop blaming the church. I can't tell you how many people, how many times I heard people leaving church because a church is not perfect. Or the presence of God is not in that place. Or there's more of the, of the devil than God in that place. Pray for that place and find a place where you can see God's presence. But know this, there would never be a perfect church. There would never be a perfect pastor. I tell you this, one of the reasons why I love this church and I love the pastor that we got, I love the associate pastor we got, I love the leadership in this church because we do nothing but preach and talk about being weak. Not doing it in our own strength. Because we can't. 
We did not build this church. God did. We would not build healthy families, but God will. We would not get ourselves out of debt, but God would get us out of debt. We will not be totally free on our own strength, but God's strength will make us free. But free is not just being free. Free is worshiping in our mess. Is, is, is adapting to the, to, to the peace that he wants to give us in our storms. The odds may be against you and you see nothing but the giants. Well, we're going to do something here. Only because I love to praise, I love to worship, and I love to... I love, to, I, I love see, you know, I struggle with a lot of demons, giants, however you dawns on my side... Listen, my worst dawn is me. My worst giant is my mind. See, I was raised to be taught that I was nothing. You know, it's funny. You think think you're over something? I was raised to think I was supposed to be nothing. I was raised to believe that I shouldn't be loved, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be appreciated. I was raised to do. I was raised to do stuff, to, to do, to work my butt off. I was raised to pour out everything I had and whatever I, I could find. But do it and don't receive anything because you're not worth it. I love you too, Jay. Thank you. Thank you for that. But see, even, even Jay saying that, that wasn't Jay. See, God, that was God. Because, see, the, what I learned is I am worthy. It doesn't matter what I've done. It doesn't matter what my parents did to me. It doesn't matter what they, they taught me to be raised. It doesn't matter. It, doesn't, it did not matter. And it took when I really caught that, it's, that's when true deliverance was happening. See, true deliverance is not God taking a giant and out. No, true deliverance is, no, I'm going to leave the giant there, but where's me anyway? But see, we, we, don't, wanna, we don't want that. We, we don't want that. We want to be that, 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 that give me mentality, spiritual give me mentality. God, I want you in a microwave. Just f- press the buttons, boom, and it's done. God, I don't want to be desperate. Just give me the winning lotto tickets. Or let me trip over a bag of money. Wouldn't that be so simple and so easy? But look at what Jesus did for us. No matter how hard we in life may be, it doesn't come close to what Jesus did and why he did it for us. See, we forget the empire. See, I love that picture. That picture, the giant is all looking down and belittling the little guy. But I don't know if there's a difference between that. The, the, the big guy is, uh, is dark and, and there's light and the little guy is light. The little guy stands out more. So listen, the giants may be in our life, but listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because something, see, 
We could be tempted, we could, we could struggle, we could, we could be in any kind of storm. But God will always be willing to give us the strength to get out of it. I think of Paul. Paul got locked up. He got beaten. He, he done, he's done everything before he got saved to, to say that he's, he shouldn't be worshiping God. He used to, before he got saved, he killed Christians. He done everything, everything from bad to good. But always worship God and end. In prison, being locked up. He was singing. Who sings in prison? Who worships while they're locked up? I ain't gonna lie to you. If I'm locked up, I'm petrified. I'm, I'm singing the last thing that's on my mind. I'm locked up. I'm, I'm, I'm scared out of my mind. I'm not good. I'm not a good prisoner. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I'm like, God, take me, rapture me, do something. But no way. I'm, I'm scared. I would not move. I, I don't know how it is, but I, maybe I watch too many shows about prison. But I'm petrified. But Paul, worship God no matter what. I want that. I want to be. Uh, that, uh, maybe that's why I married a singer. Maybe that's, that's, why, that's why God, you know, God has a sense of humor. And all my upbringing, all the all the, uh, the heartache I went through, I look at my life now, and I got nothing but singers and worshipers around me. I got nothing but passionate people. I got people that I'm still stuck with that, that were the only ones that loved me at a time. I'm married to a voice. Oh, my God, you can't get any angelic than that voice. I'm best friends from a guy that's not even my color, but we could, get, we could throw down and hang out forever. And got a voice like no other two. I got people I hang out with that could probably never take a lesson in their lives and play nine instruments. Though they bother me, because I don't got any of that talent. But God gave me them. I live a blessed life, people, but I'm not supposed to live a blessed life. I got too many giants in my life. But you know the difference is? I learned to worship God anyway. I do have a talent. My talent is closing my eyes and acknowledging who my Savior is and worshiping God through anything. The most I'll do is get quiet and maybe clench my jaw when I go through something. And I'll be really quiet. Because I can't say, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to think, I'm, I'm just... And then when I'm by myself and, 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 and I, I need to plug in. And when I mean by plugging in, I need to see, see, many people have many talents. Reading the word is not my talent. I hate reading. I remember, I remember I used to say, all right, God, what do you want me to read? When I'm trying to get mature. And, and, and I, I didn't have a study life. I remember doing a Bible and wherever it landed, I studied. That didn't work. I remember going like this and going like this. And that, that did not work. I was desperate, man. I did everything. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I would try every preacher. I would get every tape at the time. There was tapes. I would do everything I can. I, I, would, I did sound for 15 years. You know why I did sound for 15 years? Because it got me access to go to Wednesday night, um, Thursday night worship team practice. And it got me access to listen to these voices. And it got me access to another opportunity for me to Oh, Thursday's worship practice? Well, I'll do sound. 
So I was in church Thursday, I was in church Wednesday, Friday for you, I'll become a youth leader. Whatever, I'm in, I'm in church. What? They need somebody to clean? I, I'll clean. Learn to, you know, I sounded clean, so I had access to the, the music, and I'll pump music and just clean my butt off. And I was in God's presence. But the minute I was over, I said, but yes. <laughs> the minute I was over and went home, I was tormented. I had the voices in my head. You're not worth it. Look, you're alone. You're going to be alone for the rest of your life. I would listen to the wrong kind of music and plug into the right, to the wrong kind of source. I would surround myself with the wrong kind of people. We need, we need God like me. We need, we need uh, Jesus-minded people to be surround ourselves with. We need to be careful who we're with, what we listen to. I would say in every preaching, and I don't care if it gets old, we need to be careful who we align ourselves with. Listen, I don't care how spiritual you get. I, I got people saying, oh, I'm, I'm dating that person because I'm ministering to them. No! No, get away from that person. What we used to call it missionary dating. We used to call it missionary dating. Yeah, I'm, a mission, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a mission for you. I'm, I'm dating that person so they can get saved. Who are we fooling? Let, tell them about Jesus and go away. Listen, listen, listen. Remember, we're weak. We're not going to admit it, but we're weak. We're weak. See, David's brothers cover their eyes both in fear and embarrassment. The king, he, he, just told, he just told David, God be with you. I don't think you can do anything, but God be with you. The giant just laughing. But what did David do? We all know the story. He took up five stones, went like this, boom, boom. The giant fell and died. He did the impossible. But it wasn't him that did it. It was God through him. Because he saw something bigger than the giant. Listen, I, I will always, something else I will always do is, is bring up sports because that's me. I don't care what team you're on or what team you're going against. Everybody's beatable. Every giant is beatable. You may not be able to destroy the giant, but you can beat the giant. You may not be able to go through and over and to the side, but you can stand. I always say, listen, out of all the teams I love, I don't mind my teams losing. What I do mind is they when they don't fight, when they give up. I gave up too many times in my walk. And I vow I will stop giving up and just keep on fighting. Even when I don't feel like it, I'm going to fight. Because I'm tired of giving up. I'm tired of becoming what was spoken over me. But we can't become what's spoken over us. We need to become what God wants for our lives. But sometimes we can't hear God. Because our giants are in the way. We tend to retreat. We tend to hide and crawl back. We tend to, check this out. I had somebody tell me this one time. He got saved and then and they fell off. I asked him what's going on. Why am I going to continue if I'm going to sin anyway? I said, bro, you're hiding. You're hiding. Nah, the nightlife is, uh, I like it too much. 
I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get away from it. But he's always miserable. He's always miserable. He's always, he might be happy for a moment, but whatever's making him happy, it does not last. It does not last. Look, the things of the world will not last for, for, it lasts for a moment. But see, we serve a God. Listen, we serve a God that no matter what we go through, his peace will last for a lifetime. Jesus, Jesus, listen, I'm sick and tired of hearing marriages going to a divorce. Divorce is a giant. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I cast divorce out right now in the churches. I'm sick and tired of it. I pray for wholeness right now in our marriages. I pray for, for togetherness, for oneness. Father, one plus one is two, but in your kingdom, one plus one is one, Lord. So, Lord, I pray for unity right now in our marriages, Lord. Depression. I'm sick of depressed people. I'm sick of, it, of the same people looking like Eeyore all the time. They've been saved for 20 some years. They teach me, and yet they're, they're depressed. We all need to get this. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how many churches you've been part of. How many times you've been a deacon. How many times you've been a pastor. I don't care what doctrine you got. I don't care how educated you are. How much you know. How much you don't know. I don't care. If you feel disqualified, you are, I'll let you know right now, you are qualified. You are worthy. You know, it's funny. Alice says something during worship with the song I want to close out in. And the bird, if you could just come up and just kind of play those chords, and maybe uh, Jay, the, the musicians could, 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 just because I love music. Alice says something. He said, you know what? It's a choice. It's a choice to worship God. It's a choice to worship God all the time. See, there's two reasons why people really worship God. This is, what, this is my, not in the Bible. It's just, you know, my, my isms, my, my, my belief. When somebody is really blessed and they get a check in the mail and they're like, oh, snap, God bless me. And then they come up here, they start dancing. They, they worship, they're mad excited. And you got the people who, the other extreme, they're defeated already. They, they come in here crawling sometimes. They come in here, they, they're crying as soon as they get to the block. Not because of the presence of God, but because of what they're going through. They can't take the suffering no more. I tell you, that's okay. But don't let that dictate your worship. There's a lot of things we're not going to understand. Those unanswered questions. The biggest one is, God, why, why did I lose, why did that person I loved so much die? I dislike hospitals and I dislike funerals. And when I'm asked to speak at one, I, 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 I think there's no other time I'll get nervous. Because I don't understand. I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't, I'm, I'm weak. 
I don't got it all together. People that know me know I don't got it all together. But what I do know is it doesn't matter why we don't understand. It doesn't matter why people treat us the way they treat us. It doesn't matter why we're angry so much. It doesn't matter what I'm feeling. I'm tired of my kids being sick. Man, I feel your pain. I feel, I feel your pain. My son is not supposed to walk. I remember saying, God, why, why, why me and my son can't walk? Well, one is a, 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 a wife and, and healthy kids. And you're telling me, you're telling me my marriage is like a college roommate. First five years. I had a, 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 a kid who was a preemie and, and, and they, they told me her lungs might be, not be formed all the way. Fast forward, there's nothing wrong with her 11 years later. I had a second child who there was a huge percentage that he would not walk. I'm talking about a ridiculous percentage. And he was floppy. So he was talking before he was walking. I had to carry him everywhere. Because he didn't have strength in his muscles. Everybody knows my son. He can't stand still right now. He drives me crazy. I want to, I want you to sit down already. But then I have to remember, no, he's not supposed to run. He wasn't supposed to walk. Okay. But then give me patience, God. <laughs> Parents, you know what I mean? at the life of David he took down that giant everybody knows he was a mighty man of God he was a king one might read David's story and wonder what in the world did God see in him he fell as often as he stood and stumbled as often as he conquered he was weak he stared down the giant yet he fell for a little five foot four chick named Bathsheba he defied God, mockers, in the valley, but yet joined them in the wilderness when he was hiding. He could lead armies and be a mighty warrior, but he couldn't even manage his own family. He was known as Raging David, but he was also known as Weeping David, Bloodthirsty David, God Hungry David. In Acts 13, 22, it says that David was a man after God's own heart. See, that was the difference. He had a lot of mess-ups, a lot of faults, a lot of sin, a lot of bad choices, a lot of storms, a lot of giants. Even him taking a big physical giant, he had a lot of other little giants. But he was a man after God's own heart. What does that mean? family he was a man of repentance he was a man to be that loved to be in God's presence it said one scripture says when he worshiped God he took off all his clothes because he wanted to prove that he, he didn't care it was it didn't care what people thought about him it was all he cared was to be in God's presence listen it doesn't 
You should not care what people look at you and says. I don't care what my family said about me. I don't. And to this day, I don't care what they say about me. Because I know what God says about me. I know what God thinks about me. And I know what the people that really love me think about me. In David's good moments, no one was better. In his bad moments, could there be a worse one? The God, the heart that God loved was a checkered one. This is the giants lurking our neighborhoods. The giant of rejection. Anybody scared to be rejected? Anybody scared to be rejected? Rejected? I need boldness. I hate being rejected. Anybody scared of failing? There's so much we can't do, but we don't do because we're, t- we're scared. Because that giant of doubt, that giant of you're not good enough, that giant of you doing it wrong. This will be the first time I say I'm closing, but there'll be other times. Listen, we need to focus first on God and no one else, nothing else. You want to get out of debt? Pray to God and keep worshiping Him. Don't pray to God, worship Him, pray to Him, pray to Him, pray to Him, then worship God. Then, because then the prayer becomes all the time. Then the prayer becomes your walk. God didn't call us to be pray, 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 pray. He calls us to pray, 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 worship, 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 pray, pray, pray. Prayer is worship, but we need to worship anyway, worship. Because if you do that, you're not going to want to pray. You're going to be too mad to pray. Anybody ever get too mad to pray? Too beat up that you can't pray? I love it. I love it when I get to the point where, God, I'm too hurt. I'm too speechless to pray. Because it shows that I'm weak. I'm too scared to pray. I'm too scared. I, I can't pray. I don't, I'm not feeling it. I can't pray. And then people are going to know that I'm not reading my word. I'm not being real with you. There's sometimes, especially on a Wednesday, you know how Pastor Gary is looking for people to, to, to you know, other leaders to pray and all that. Sometimes, I, you know, I got to hide. I'm not feeling it. And then the doubt goes in my mind. No, 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 no. Don't you dare pray because you're unworthy. They're going to see that you're not a strong leader. But I stand before you, I don't care. I don't care. God is bigger than any giant I'm ever going to face. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to have a perfect walk. I'm not going to... I'm not going to be like in the, in, the, in, the, in the like... You know, I used to think... The more and more I pray, the more and more I read, the more and more I study, the more and more I'm in God's presence, I'm going to be stress-free. No, I'm going to go through stresses. I got a kid that can't stay still. I got bills. I'm not rich. The times that David focused on God, giants fell. The times he didn't, he fell. Focus on the giants, you're going to stumble. Focus on God, your giants will, will tumble. Listen, 
I, I love it. I love it when I'm preparing for something and the doubt of the doubt the doubt of um of you're not gonna be ready. You don't have no Bible doctrine. You're not educated. You're a horrible reader. You stutter. You you talk wrong. You you all of that comes to my mind. But I love it where all these confirmations happen in a week from choosing this song to end with not speaking to anybody and they come Thursday night um, worship practice and find out that it was already in their playlist I was like oh snap okay that's good stuff and then of course Facebook I don't know why but all this week all I see is all these quotes that said wait for him waiting on him waiting, which is the name of the song Listen, I can stand here and I can say, a preacher can say, pray and you get out of your giant. Pray and worship, you get out of your giant. Do all this stuff. Listen, I'm telling you, you can pray, you can have, be strong in the Lord, but your giant might still be there. But that's okay because you still need to worship. So I want to do something right here. And the worship team, you can help me out, you can come up. Maybe I'll be inspired to sing with you. Psych. Let's all stand. Let's all. Because we're, we're, we're all the worship team. Amen. We're all worshipers. I want to make a call out right now. And I can't believe this is ending already. there's one thing I learned, no matter how much word I try to memorize, no matter how many times I try to, to have it all together and be the man of God and walk with a, a spiritual war like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got it together. I don't got it together, people. I'm weak. But you know when, when God starts to move in my life, when I say I'm weak and I worship Him like I'm weak, why I love to worship and right now we're going to make a declaration but you could choose to do it and you could choose not to but if you do it you're going to declare right now if you look at the words and hear what the words are saying if faith can move a mountain let that mountain move but if it doesn't I'm going to lift up my hands and worship anyway and wait for him but don't wait for him to do a miracle wait for him to just touch you because you could be in a mess but as long as you're in God's presence listen I don't have the job that makes the money but listen I got to a point where I got so much favor in my job and that's all that matters so I no longer look for a job I'm satisfied with being where I'm at because God has proven to me his favor is all I need his favor is better than any lottery ticket his favor is better than any anything I have a boss that loves me I have a boss that's saved who happens to be an elder I grew up in my old church I 
have a boss that prays for me, that prays for my kids, that buys gifts for my kids. I got a boss that lets me take a longer lunch so I can pick up my kids and do homework with them. That's favor. Anybody want that favor? Anybody want that, 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 that love? Anybody want to feel God's presence again? Well, practice it now. If you want to be in God's presence and take it to your homes, come up. Come up and make that stand. Make that stand. Make that declaration that no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to seek from God just to be in his presence, not just to get out of my giant.